this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Oh, a little whisper there. Yeah. So, yeah, so episode seven. Yes. Yes, let's get this going. Yes, I'm excited. Um, fortunately, Mitch isn't here with us today. Uh, some scheduling conflicts, but uh, should be back next week, all three of us again. Yeah, well, well, some stuff come came up, and so right. we couldn't. Yeah, it, it was tough just to get us two together. So right. today, so it was stuff happens. So but we we had to get out to you two people. Um, we wanted you to hear the latest news. Yeah, I'm kidding. There's more than wow. two, right? Hopefully. Well, yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, you right, know, no. <laughs> I don't. What are we even talking about now? I don't know. But, but yeah, ahead. there's there. <laughs> Start over. No. Um. But yeah, it was uh, yeah. Some stuff came up, uh, you know, uh, you know, with the family stuff comes up, and uh, you know, I, it's it's hard to get uh, everybody together. People right. have lives, so yeah. And I, I know, and Mitch is really busy, so you know, the time he could come, like that came and went because of the you know other right. circumstances. It so. happens, but yeah, yeah, we're lucky to uh, have us two here, and uh, the show must go on. Yes, it, I, I'm sure you know. There's going to be times when the weather's bad. There's going to be all sorts of things. Like of course, there, it'll be yeah. like. You know, different combinations. You and Mitch, or maybe right. you and me, like tonight, and you know, it it it'll, it's going to happen. So, I mean, as long as you know, I, shoot, we might even have shows where we, you know, eventually where we're we're going solo. You know, if we feel comfortable enough to do that, it's a lot easier to have multiple people. But um, I think eventually, if we get experienced enough, we might even be able to do some of these solo if we, and uh, just to produce more content, more so. like emergency cast, and uh, obviously want to do more content, like you said. Yeah. And, um, I, well, I'm I'm talking. Well, we've been we talked talked before the show tonight. You know, I'm probably going to get a mixer of my own and a mic of my own, and so I can take it at home. And then I, can, you know, if uh, you know, if uh, something strikes me, I can I can put something out there. Exactly. Without, Same with all of us. Yeah. We because right now, right, right now, all our schedules have to match up, and we we have right. to we can only really do it once a week. So it would help if we we all had our own setup, or at least a, at least a couple of us had our own setups, just so we could we could uh, put more stuff out there if the if if the mood strikes us. So. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, hopefully next week it'll be all three of us again, the three uh, musketeers. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, we've got some uh, more news for you this week. So you want to take it away, Al? New Spectre trailer. Spectre. James Bond news. Bond. James Bond. So yeah, that that trailer came out on what was it? Was it Tuesday? I'm trying to think. Yeah, early Might have been. earlier in the week for sure. Yeah, think, maybe Tuesday. I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday, something like that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a dark trailer, like literally. Yeah. It's kind of dark. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Almost has that Godfather kind of like dark browns and a lot of blacks, really dim, dimly oh, lit. Yeah. Almost has that kind of '70s Godfather look. Not, not much joy, you're saying? Yeah. And it was really. <laughs> it looked really cold. I mean, you know, because obviously yeah. some of the scenes were set in snow. It just looked really a lot uh, colder and right and uh, more sinister than uh, you know, because Casino Royale, you had scenes on the beach and you had yeah planes landing Lighter in scenes yeah, yeah in the bahamas you know so but here they look like they're much more uh unforgiving locations like right since some like i, I guess there was one set in Me- looked like mexico maybe yes that's the one they uh, i think they filmed um towards the end well i don't know if they they haven't wrapped production yet have they um they no filming? yeah i think they're still i think okay. they're still working i on think it. that was kind of added after the fact i'm not sure but i i think um i guess to to go from the beginning Bond looks like he's going rogue again on us. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah, he's got the, some sniper rifle of some sort. Yes, uh, he's going up. He looks like he's maybe in Mexico. Right. Doing... It it, op- it opens with 
Mexico, right? Yeah, it looks like it. And it's, uh, what do they call that festival? The Day of the Dead. Okay. And uh, a guy's walking with a skull mask with a, with a lady. And I think that's Craig. I think it is. It, they're giving that impression anyway. And then next thing you know, he's on a rooftop. With a gun. adjusting a gun, some kind of gun. And then across the way. It, I don't know if he shoots it, but it, the building I know, explodes. I, I, I know. I've, I've watched it several times, and I'm like, did he shoot it first, or did it just explode on Yeah, him? that's what I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure either. And, of course, over the narrative over this is M pissed off at Bond. He's like, you had no right to do what you did, or or why why were you in Mexico? And he said, yeah, I was on holiday or something. It seems like every three movies or so, James Bond gets his license to kill revoked. Yeah, I know. That's uh, I mean, that's my first kind of, like, and then it goes into like kind of it's kind of repeating itself to me from Skyfall, like you know, uh, uh, you have anything left? Kind of like you know, doubting like, are you finished? I'm like, didn't we already cover this? I thought we were moving a little forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seemed like, oh, he's down and out. And then, and then there's that scene where they reveal the car, which is great. Oh, the Aston Martin. Yeah, I think it's an Aston Martin. Yeah. It's yes, it is. Yeah. It's the D. Oh gosh, it's a DB. Um. It's always a DB something. I know, but they haven't they haven't had a new model for a while. Uh, I it was DB the DB five. I want to yeah. say, but okay. I could be wrong. They but jumped anyway, from like the DB five or whatever. It's to the DB12. nice. I mean, it's pretty slick, and we ha- we got some glimpses of it in uh, action, being chased and doing a fishtail. It looked great. Oh yeah, and yeah, and then, That's yeah, we had fun scene scenes of that, <laughs> and then you had scenes set in planes and helicopters, the Alps. Yeah, and it looked like there was one where they jumped through this barn. It kind of reminded me rem- reminded me of the Living Daylights, where like. Where they're in that barn and they're driving through in yes. the car, yeah, yep, yep, uh, out on the ice. Yes, and he he like flies a plane into the woods to chase uh, after. Looks like a girl got captured or something. I think we're kind of jumping ahead, but if, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to go in order. Like, okay, so we had the Mexico thing. Emma's pissed. Then they doubt if Bond's got anything more to give or to do or whatever <laughs> offer. I don't know, but it goes into that kind of mopey skyfall. Not to say I don't like both of these concepts, but. I'm just I'm just nervous they're repeating so much of what Skyfall was, you know. They're, well, just, they're just changing the tune a little bit. Well, it is know? at least one of the same writers and the same director. Right. It, so. Yeah, I think it's same same two writers at least. Um, same director, obviously. Um, it looks great though. I I'm excited to see it. I really am. I just I'm nervous about some of this repetitive, you know, stuff that I thought we resolved in the last movie. Not to say this is Shakespeare or anything, but you know. Uh, Let's see what else the car guy introduced, but then he goes to Q. He says to Q, he goes, "Hey Q," and he's like, "Yes," and he's like, "Make me disappear." I'm like, "Didn't we just do this with the last movie? Why do you want to disappear, man?" But maybe I'm I s- not sure what he means by that. Yeah. I don't either. It's like, well, he goes to find the that one guy who's in the first two first two Craig ones. Um, Mr. Oh, Mr. White. Yes, thank you. Um, he's looks all crappy. He's got beard and yeah, just wild hair. He looks bad. He's been hiding out. Looks like from whoever Quantum. There's yeah, speculation yeah. He was that, in Quantum. Yeah, right. Well, there's speculation that maybe Quantum becomes Spectre, or it's a branch of Spectre, or they rebranded to Spectre. You know what I mean? Something like that. It's possible. But it looks like, from what I got to it, he's he's scared for his life, it seems. I mean, why would he be hiding out like that? Looks like he's had it pretty rough for a while. He had that, yeah, he had that nice Italian villa in the first one where he got his leg shot yeah. at the end, which is George Clooney's villa um, so far. Then the last time we saw him in Quantum of Solace, like he was being held captive right and then like the opera we saw him that was the last time right? yeah well something like that i think I, I remember he was being held captive and then like uh 
I don't know. We found we out, people everywhere. Yeah, the MI six people like were got shot around him, and then Flores say yeah. that. I never thought it was an actual term. That's what yeah. M said later on in the movie uh, for Quantum. Um, yeah, well, yeah. The last time he showed up was at the opera, and he was just talking about what Bond did. Something like uh, some people don't like the opera because all those Quantum people yeah. got up and left. He didn't get shot too, did he? I can't remember now. He did in the beginning, he did. but I guess there was a scene they did film to resolve. I don't know if they killed his character or something, but they didn't. They didn't go with it, obviously. And now we have him back, and it it seems to me because then after that they show he says uh, Bond says, "Who are you protecting?" Um. Then they show that girl in the Alps that Bond's like, you're my, you're the, I'm your only chance of living. So it seems oh, to me. Oh, the blonde she, one. Yeah. She must do. be a relative yeah. or a, or a daughter. I don't know. I mean, it's still a relative. Oh, obviously. really? Oh, I didn't think. That's that. what I'm getting from it. Cause he's protecting her. Why would he protect her? You know, no, I, mean? I don't know. Unless it's a girlfriend. That's kind of creepy, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also got, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, the other hot babe. Yeah, there's several. I mean. Well, well, I mean, you know, uh, there's Leah Sadu and then there's uh, Monica Bellucci. Yes, who I'm not that was sure. a that was a sexy scene. <laughs> yeah, I, did you know she's fifty years old? Yeah, she's. I think she's officially the oldest Bond girl they've cast. Wow, that's crazy. Craig's like late forties, I think. So crazy. it's not quite a huge. That's uh, the oldest Bond girl ever. I didn't. Know. I think so. That, according she, to James Bonding podcast, she doesn't look too shabby for fifty. Yeah, yeah. No, she looks. I guess for years she was rumored <laughs> to be part of the Bond movies, but I love what I I've seen, and I love uh, Christoph Waltz. It, very good, and he. There's a, a a scene where, um, well, he's at that table, which they've shown us many times, the, the meeting, the secret meeting, Bond yeah. goes to see them. And this in this trailer, he looks up at Bond. And I'm his like, face comes out of the uh, out of the like, dark silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The darkness. And then they show other scenes of him talking and he's got like um, he's got a, a, a throwback uh coat on with the collar up kind of like a dr evil you know what i mean like well like, yeah like um, right blofeld. blofeld yeah he's gotta be blofeld he probably is i'm gonna be so disappointed well, i think right now his character has to in the credits is called like um something else they're it's, probably gonna do a con like they did with uh star trek in the darkness how they had the guy playing con they had a different name for his character but oh. you know i mean they're just trying to hide it right it's just make obvious it a, a twist yeah. oh yeah i I, th- I don't i don't think yeah it's, like, it's the worst kept secret unless in they're Hollywood. just not gonna use blofeld again but they just got the rights back no they're gonna use yes, it it's called course. specter i mean you wouldn't right. call it specter if you didn't have blofeld of course yeah so, so he yeah he's yeah, i'm sure he probably is um unless there's some huge twist that we're not seeing but right well they pretty much gave away the twist to me um yeah cause... i i don't think they're trying to hide it at all really no no and they probably shouldn't because people just they guess all the time now so but it, but it looks like he's from Bond's past, yes. like from the Skyfall days, and so he says he says something effective. I'm behind all your. Pa- I've been there for. All, I'm the reason for all your pain, or something I've like caused, something to that effect. Yeah, I've caused all your. Yeah, I've yeah orchestrated all your pain, or something, something like that. So that leads me to believe. Well, and that's the other thing they say. What are all these names got in common? Uh, uh, referring to Spectre, and then they have that James Bond painted thing on that plaque. So they're all something to do with Bond. Which yeah. I don't, I'm not quite crazy about, you know, because I mean? it seemed like in in the old days, Spectre, James Bond. I mean, they didn't even know who James Bond was. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like everybody knows James Bond now. He might as well be on a cover of People or something, you know? Yeah. Well, shoot, in in the first movie, Casino Royale of Craig's yeah. first movie, of Craig's, yeah. like he wound up like on their version of CNN or whatever, shooting a guy. So I mean, yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah. James yeah. Bond is not a great super spy. Like everybody knows who he is. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that, I mean, those are just kind of like nitpicking things, but I wish I wish people would not be so much aware of him. It's just like, hey, it's James Bond. 
It's like, wait a minute, this guy's a spy. He shouldn't know his name. He do, he does use his actual name in every single movie, right? Uh, and whenever he introduces himself, so. right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, it looked great, and of course, uh, Dave Bautista as Mister Mister Hinks, Mister Hinks. Yeah, not looks sure. very intimidating. Didn't get a lot of shots of him. Just got a few. Well, I think I got a shot of him breaking a guy's neck. I don't know. Remember that scene where he just slams the guy on the table and looks oh, like he just yeah. broke his neck, and then he's chasing Bond in the car. Yeah. I don't know what he's driving, but it's a nice car, too. Um, and there's, like, a very, very brief, like, second of him, like, throwing open doors that look like maybe on a train or something. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, what. Yeah. I don't know. There's, like, planes, trains, and automobiles in the trailer, right? <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of landscape, which is great for a Bond movie. Uh, I, you know, Skyfall took us a lot of places, but I don't think it, it wasn't your tr- traditional uh, lo- locale. You know, it kind of was, like... It was very much UK based. It was yeah, it yeah. was like England and Scotland. And, and this might be the first time they filmed in Mexico too. So I think they've gone they've stretched out, you know, uh where you know well, I, Yeah, well they've run out of places to really go that true, it's new. So true. they're kind of so they kind of you know I think I think the the snow scenes kind of remind everybody of uh Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yes. Because yes. obviously there were some iconic scenes there and he looks like he even has an outfit that looks a little bit like uh the one that George Lazenby wore in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. So, right. so yeah, I, I think they they can't help but like pay homage to some to the locations they've went to before. And, and well, the Alps, you know, everyone's. I'm I'm thrilled about him going back to the Alps. You know, I think that's um, awesome. And there's also a throwback to, um, I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember which movie Roger Moore wore the well Connery wore it too. The white top of tuxedo, you know. Oh yeah. There's a scene of Craig wearing that. So that's that's a cool uh, little throwback too. Um Oh, okay. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Okay. It's it's yeah. I think they're in a train car and he gets up and he's uh yeah, he's right. decked out. Now he's got a he's got a, I think he's got a rose in his little uh breast pocket. Uh you know where you put your handkerchief or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's that's a throwback for sure. And then obviously they've they've had that character poster of him wearing the um the gun um He's got the turtleneck on. He's got the gun holster. Uh huh. You know, that's kind of like uh, Live and Let Die when Roger Moore's got that wardrobe. You know what I'm talking oh, and he kicks the car over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I think that might have been it. But, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Live and I let think die. it's the same outfit. Live and Let Die is, is a scene where he's got like the dirty, hairy gun and he's got the holster and it's like identical looking. Um, and the funny thing is when they first released that, they're like, oh, is this Archer? And I was like, no, you bastard. It's not Archer. Bond became it came before Archer. Like Archer's <laughs> Archer's take off of uh, Bond, you know, just like how they're saying now. If Blofeld wears the uh, traditional uniform, people would be like, "Hey, that's Doctor Evil." Like, no, it's not Doctor Evil. No, oh, God, yeah. It's like Bond became Bond came before all that. <laughs> you know, I, that that speaks to like something that you know people people's frame of reference doesn't really exist beyond when they were born in, in terms of like their their True. film history They're, right it's always like what's new and what happened is you know from 1983 when i was born or something like right, you know right. it's like that's all they're aware of. they don't take the time to delve back into any sort of film history at all right it's of course pretty pathetic yeah it is i mean especially when you hear people say that and you're just like oh you're so wrong Shut yeah up. <laughs> well i mean well that said most people aren't that geeky and like right. us we're they they you know they're very casual moviegoers it's true just that's funny. something they do yeah. to waste waste right. a couple of hours anymore so. i mean some people probably won't even know who Austin Powers is. I mean, eventually, you know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Shoot, it's been what? How long has it been since three? I think since the last one. So, mm-hmm. excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm satisfied. I'm just, I'm just nervous about some of the repetitiveness of the last movie. You know well, I mean? they, they, yeah. It seems like the Craig era has been marked by, you know, they, 
much more of a sense of a, of a sequel based kind of yeah series of movies not quite, where that was never the yeah. case before they were all kind of their own standalone adventures i mean obviously quantum is like true sequel uh, right format yeah. skyfall but they always make references to things true. that have happened and that's fine reference referencing past missions and stuff's you know totally cool um but uh also uh, i think mendez is not coming back after this as well. right this is the last one i i think he he wasn't really yeah i mean it was a, it was a chore just to get him to do this one and well yeah so wait you know yeah. one thing i am afraid of is like if if this one turns out to be pretty decent like the last like skyfall was uh who are they going to get to direct craig's final movie because you almost are afraid that craig's final movie is going to be like a real disaster because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're just going to get some hack in there well but what I'm looking forward to is maybe maybe Martin Campbell coming back. You know, uh, I don't know what his deal is. Like, at a, oh, Campbell? Yeah, he won't come back. He he he's like, I'm like what? He was. It's like he does stuff like Green Lantern. It's like really. Well, he needs to be redeemed for that. You know, that's just yeah. his perfect opportunity. Like, I maybe he likes the idea because you know he did the Pierce Brosnan one. It was a new introduction to Bond, and Craig was the same. So he probably liked that. He was able to just put his own little. You know, he has um, specialized in doing like reboot kind of yes, movies. Yes, but I think it would be cool for Craig to start with him and finish with him. You know what I mean? I, he's a great director, and I, I think yeah. uh, I mean I think Green Lantern wasn't his fault in many ways. You know? Well, I I, I, I just don't think I don't know. He just doesn't have an appetite to because he was approached to do Quantum. I think oh uh, he, would, he okay. turned it down. Yeah, some so guy he, did it or yeah, music video director guy. <laughs> I don't well, know. <laughs> uh, well, some guy that did, he just made you know, movies right. that had nothing I, to do I don't with James Bond. I don't, but yeah, it's... Um, the editing was terrible in that I movie. I just don't like, yeah, that and a direct sequel, I never was uh, happy about that. But. Well, it sounded cool at first. I'm like, oh, they've never done a direct sequel. Yeah, but then it's worth trying, of course. It was okay, but the uh, the editing was way too choppy. The, you didn't really care about a lot of the characters. Right. It was really cold and just really, there wasn't, there wasn't a heart to it like there was with Casino. So. Right, right. So, but, you know, of course, th- that I guess that is one really great thing about most of the Craig movies, with the exception of Quantum, is like they always have they've made it much more personal. They made uh, Bond much more vulnerable. You care about him and the other characters much more, uh, which, you know, which a lot of the older movies, it was much more casual. You, right. You it was very on the surface kind of relationships with everybody. So, so the stakes yeah. that makes the stakes higher when you care about the characters because you really cared about um uh, the characters, the Eva Green character in Casino Royale, yes. and and it's heartbreaking. And Bond. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, yeah, it was really well done. So, yeah, since Skyfall was a little bit more towards that direction as well, where that where they made you know Bond really vulnerable and really uh, just really uh, down on his luck and and just trying to crawl his way back out of the depths of uh, being left for dead. But <laughs> again, yeah, again. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so they they always I, the one good thing about these movies is they always find a way to make uh, to make you care about them. So I'm hoping they'll at least do that, accomplish that much right. to get you invested in the characters. More character driven rather than being um, oh god, pure just purely action. Every Bond movie has a lot of action. Right, you can always count on that. But right, yeah, but, uh, you know, and you know, I think a lot of people miss some of the more humorous ones right like dad does for sure oh know? yeah well that's what everybody he likes you know, the new ones but you know he misses the, the humor the joking and stuff and of course he my dad's a fan of roger moore um i i pretty much that was my first introduction to bond i think it was roger moore me too um and i still like roger moore obviously um i like them all really even lazenby and i thought 
did a pretty decent job. Yeah, for but, a, for a one uh, for a one movie guy, right. he did a pretty decent job. Exactly. So yeah, I um, I you know, I would like some of that humor to come back to, but you know, I think they're just trying to balance it just right. You know, especially with today's uh, the way things are today with other movies, they're they're competing against that. So yeah, well, I mean, especially after Austin Powers, it's like you, you're yeah, you, you almost make you become a parody of the parody if you try and inject too much humor into it. So it's like well. So they figure, let's just go the opposite direction, try and make this really grounded and make this really post nine eleven serious, yeah, and make it you know to compete with Jason Bourne at the time. Which is you know, funny it's because like, uh, after nine eleven we had died another day. <laughs> you know, it yeah. Was, well, uh, I mean that. Well, well that, actually, was, that was that was the final. Serious. That was the final Brosnan one. That was attempt at being more serious. Yeah. So well, the first scenes. you know the first I don't know half hour or so was yeah. an attempt at being serious, but then it devolved into like more. Goofiness, Doofiness, yeah. yeah. Invisible cars, yeah. Invisible cars, which and... I loved at the time. But looking back, I was like, "Wow, this movie wasn't that good." Wasn't there the some parasailing scene too that like had oh, some really was, really bad CG? Bad. Yes, when he's surfing the waves, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was man. awful. It's like, why? Why? Would oh we need god! That scene? Oh, what? I can't remember who directed that, but it was it was a director I'm not a fan of. He did some other movies that I forgot his name, but I think he directed uh um. Triple X State of the Union oh, Ice Cube. Oh, oh he no. did that like panning uh, to the, of the camera in some action scenes. I don't, it, it, you have to see it, but the directing is terrible. I think um, did have uh, I think Rosamund Pike. She played one of the Bond girls. Yes, she went on to do Gone Girl. She was in her early twenties, so, I think, when she yeah. did that part. Um, I never would have guessed her to go on to have great such. actress. I mean, yeah. she was very attractive in that movie, and I liked her character until you know Halle Berry killed her. But that, and that's the spoiler, movie. and that's the movie with the Madonna theme song too. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. Bah, bah. <laughs> yeah, but. Anyway, I you know Spectre looks great. I'm gonna be there. Obviously, I'll be there. Oh yeah. Way. Oh sure. I know I we mean... keep saying that about these movies, um, but we are fans. We don't try to be so judgmental, but it's more like concerns. Well, with... I know. I know we sound like a broken record because every movie we've seen and reviewed on this show is like we've liked. So you're right. I... Well, <laughs> next week we might have our first. Oh, um, Pixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go see Pixels. I'm sorry, but. I've got a bad feeling. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, some friends have asked me, and oh, I, Lord. I asked you if you <laughs> want to come along for the adventure. And um, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it looks good, but the critics are destroying it. So we'll see. You know, sometimes it's still good, even the critics hate it. But most times, every once in a while, that does happen. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a stretch. But, but yeah, I will tell you, Adam this, Sandler. Adam Sandler. He he is really he has really down. scraped the bottom of the barrel. He's yeah, he was on a streak, and I think I think anymore he just he has to be a little bit more clever to get an audience. You know, like before it just seemed like they could just do whatever kind of humor they wanted. People were going to turn up for it. But I think Jack and Jill started it to go down. Um, Grown Ups Two wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion. Um, oh a god. Lot of- fart jokes and i just was like is this movie for kids or well, is it for i guess yeah. it's for kids kind of it, do, it doesn't look like it's going to be terrible because no, it, it's i mean but honestly this is i haven't looked forward to an adam sandler movie for, in a long time no. until i saw pixels i was like this is an adam sandler movie like wow yeah uh, i mean it doesn't look like it's going to be terrible it, no it, it'll just, probably be all right it's probably not gonna be anything spectacular either so. it's got um so-and-so from um game of thrones no, no, oh gosh! It's I, got Kevin James in it. Yes, again. I'm gonna butcher her name, but she was in um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You know oh, about? yes, she's the an actress. Iowan. She's an Iowan. Oh no, I can't remember her name now. Michelle something. Yeah, I think you're. I think anyway, uh, she's uh, up. 
Her picture's up at Flicks. That's all I can tell you. We could look it up on IMDb. Yeah. But get your phone out. Anyway, no. she's a great she's a great uh, actress and uh yeah, so uh we'll uh, have that for you next week and hopefully hopefully it's um we could ha- we could have our first negative review though. Well, yeah, so. I guess you know we need to have a first uh, or or things. like I said before, like maybe we'll disagree on it. That'll that'll be good for ratings. Yeah, we'll get like a heated debate. Yes. Oh, I have a little Siskel and Ebert. Pixels and, like, is a masterpiece. <laughs> How dare you defame? Did you see the Pac Man scene? <laughs> uh, it is. Oh yeah, Michelle Monaghan. Mon- Mon- uh, let's see, Michelle. Names. I'll translate. Monahan. There you go. Jill Monahan. Yes, I, I, I should be your personal Siri for these. And Kevin James for these pronunciations. Yeah. The makers of Paul, Paul Bart Two comes now. <laughs> really? Is it? Is it the same team that made? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Mall Cla- Mall Cop Two. They're all related. They're all under the Happy Madison production. Oh. Anyway, we'll have that review for you next week. You know, good or bad, it'll be here for you. So, yep. I'm not trying to be haters or anything, um, but. <laughs> It's hard to because, uh, yeah, uh, we've read some reviews and heard some responses. So we're kind of going into it. Well, it's kind of a good thing. We're going into it with no hype. So, yeah, I really haven't paid any we'll attention. Probably, Outside of seeing the trailer for it uh, in front of other movies. That's a true gift, I, if you ask me, to go into a movie with no hype at all and then walk out and say, that's awesome. That's know? kind of what happened with me with uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Is, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I only yeah. saw maybe I only saw the trailers. Yes. And I, I, did, I read nothing on it. I really went in thinking it was going to just be some weird, long-awaited sequel that's going to be really average. And I was just blown away with how good it was. But... Yeah, but I but then again, you know, George Miller is probably a, a long ways away from Adam Sandler. So, well, I, and, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, just, just a little. little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying to remember if I was really into seeing Mad Max. I can't remember if I was. Maybe no, I, it's not anything that, that, that none been, of us were really expecting yeah. much. It's just like, oh, you know, it's something from our you know our childhoods. Right. That, that might have just been the biggest movie out at the, at that time. You know, you know, what I mean, because when you go to, when you want to go see a movie, you're like, okay, what's out. Okay, that, that looks well, I had good. a more I had a morbid curiosity because I know oh. it had been in development for years right. and yeah. years and ta- talked about for years and for even since the late '90s and early 2000s. Like people, well, people kept saying there's going to be a remake right. or, or, oh, or a new Mad Max or so many type of story ideas. Keith Ledger was involved. It's going to be like the point. Son of Max and all that. But you know, looking back, I just remembered. I think what got me to see the new Mad Max was the critics were just raving about it. Oh, it was you, at one point. It too. was like at ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is now. But. It was yeah, and uh, I mean, it was it was so good that after the movie, uh, it was uh, me, Al, and our friend Ben, and we. I think we talked like about an hour just about the movie. You know, all, yeah, all it what, was what things meant and what, and then you you dropped that you know bombshell about the original villain actor in the oh, first uh, Mad yeah, Max yeah. played a new villain in yeah, this one. Right. The coolest villain. I mean... This guy, yeah, he played the toe cutter in the original Mad Max. And right. He, he was playing a n- different character. Than who's new, a, who was the new villain again? I forgot. Um, it was uh, Immortan Joe. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. I look forward to that on Blu-ray. And actually, they've released um, Blu-ray cover art this week. Um, uh, you know, what's going to look like. And oh, really? There's going to be a black and white version, I think, for a special feature. Because oh, Miller was talking about it it may be meaning to he meant it to be black and white or it could be told that way it, i'm sure it's like another dynamic do you know entirely. when that do you know when that's coming out that blu-ray i don't remember offhand I'm I, gonna, I'm it's going to be look, fall it's got to be fall sometime okay. i'm guessing 
September. Yeah. You know. Well, we've kind of derailed things, but but that that movie was a masterpiece. Right. I right. mean, if oh yeah, you, so we talked about it on one of our earlier earlier episodes with terrible audio, but that movie was a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it might have even been the one that we didn't post. Might have been episode two. No, I, can't, I think I it was can't the first episode. Was it the first one? Yeah, it was that. Okay, yep. yeah. So it was. Yep amazing if it was the people, pilot <laughs> yeah people that if you didn't go because i'm sure there was a lot of people that didn't go see it in the theaters just because it's rated r yeah and it's not a family movie people, there's a lot of people out there that are grown up now that watch those movies and have kids now and probably not right gonna go out of their way to drag the wife to go see even, it and yeah they don't even i mean it's it's a new max for the new generation or old generation it's no that's, it's that's for, the beauty of it it's oh yeah it's 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 the best one there's ever been made you it's, don't have to see the other ones necessarily it's no just all it's, it's same type it's, of it's amazing i mean and i feel sorry for people that are just going to watch it on an ipad or on their phone i know it's yeah. just not going to be the same experience. you're going to need great surround sound or just get your on, ear up to that one speaker on, on a your huge phone yeah and... <laughs> it needs to be seen on a huge screen yeah. i mean it just it was just it's beautiful it's a it's visceral awesome. it's a visceral experience yeah. it's not like it's just one of those movies where you have to experience it yeah. in, in in all its majesty. You can't just wa- you can't just watch it on some tinny little right tinny little TV or iPhone or something. Right, and, exactly. and appreciate and there be and and appreciate what what it is. It's just yeah, I I can't speak highly, highly enough about it. It's still my favorite movie I've seen all this year. Right, not that I've seen every movie that's come out, but <laughs> of the ones I've seen. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. Oh, Definitely yeah. go check it out if it's still in theaters somewhere. No, it's not now. It's no, not. It's, it's long okay. gone now. But well, sorry. <laughs> just, get the Blu-ray. Yeah, just get your Blu-ray pre-sale. Um, well, uh, moving on, we uh, have um, casting news for the Star Wars Episode uh, Eight. Um, looks like uh, Benicio del Toro might be the villain for that for the Episode Eight uh, yeah. movie. Which I think is perfect, you know, perfect yeah. casting. Well, he he already has experience with Disney because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, True. I believe. Yep. Uh, what was his character in that? It was the Collector. Is it the Collector? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So he already had kind of ties to Disney that way. So they probably thought, "Hey, let's go back to the well. We've already got a relationship with this big name actor. Yeah. And he's he's good at playing bad guys. Yeah, oh, definitely. And he's got such great expression. I remember when he was doing the the um. Wolfman movie. Uh, this oh, was right. Years ago. I never yeah. did see the movie, but it looked great. I heard it wasn't that good, but he was. There was a picture of him and Rick Baker, the uh, effects artist, makeup effects artist. Uh, you know, uh, very popular. He's doing a scene where he's like pretending to strangle Baker, and he's got this expression. And he he didn't have any makeup on, but just the expression. He had long hair at the time; was crazy long. It just messed up. You know, he looked like a wolf. Just with his expression, so I mean, he can he can definitely give a performance outside of just this di- you know, not only dialogue but just just his look, his cell, you know. Well, all the, all the stuff I remember Del Toro for, uh, all it was when he broke really broke through back in the late '90s was uh, around when he did Traffic with Steven Soderbergh. He did um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That might have been the usual think, suspects yeah. was his first. Oh, with the usual suspects, that was mid nineties, yeah, like ninety five with Brian Singer. I mean that. So, um, I you know he's done a lot of stuff since then, but it, it hasn't been anything that's really got gotten on my radar. His first big part was um, License to Kill in the in the Bond. Yes, yeah, played the a villain, movie. very young looking uh, Del Toro, but dealing uh, that cocaine. Yeah. yeah, he gave her a nice honeymoon <laughs> with the switchblade. Yeah. Yeah, he, had a, yeah. he had a bad, yeah. horrible end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to his character, a little gruesome, but fantastic actor. And I, I mean, I think they're ta- they're in talks, you know. But they would be, I think they'd be silly not to get him. I, I mean, 
he's a definite. You got to do that. That's a great opportunity. Uh, I think, it, yeah, I think it'd be a good, a good add to so that. Kinda, movie. Yeah. It kind of leads me to believe like whoever the villain is in, is in this episode seven, unless it's just like a, a big group of villains. Um, maybe that villain dies like a Darth Maul, you know, gets killed and then you have to move on to the next villain or they're just all going to share the stage as they go along, you know, more villains pop up and it's interesting to see where they're going to go. Cause I think they got they're for sure uh, on this story, they're continuing to 10 and then they're going to have their spinoffs, the Han solo movie. And well, yeah, they've got the rogue one that's coming out yes. next year. Yes. And then, the episode eight will be the year following that. But I guess 2017. They, could, yeah. they could do like a Marvel and have these characters ex- expand in a, in a whole universe of storytelling. You know, they pop up other places. So maybe that's what they're going to do. I don't know. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I just, you know, wonder uh, if they're already considering him as a villain. It's like, well, does that mean this new villain's gone? <laughs> You know, and seven. It do, well, there's a lot about these new villains we don't know. True, we, we know true. we 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 know all the good guys in this recent movie. We've been introduced to them in the trailers true. and whatnot. But yeah, there's a lot about the bad guys. We, obviously, we know that the the Empire isn't completely destroyed. It's still out there, right? After Return of the Jedi, and you know, all these years later, but some, but we don't really know who the main villains are exactly. Right. So we know we know there was a Kylo Ren, the guy, the new masked guy in black. You know, the new Sith. With the oh, okay. with the broadsword saber, yep. With the red, yeah, it, that's been in the trailers. That looks we know pretty good. we know he's like some main henchman of some sort, but yeah. But uh, but outside of that, there's not there's a lot we really don't know about uh, the bad guys. So. I mean, I mean, I'm interested to know because you know the original trilogy didn't have many Jedi's. I mean, it just had Obi Wan, Yoda, and Luke. Pretty much. I'm just curious because I know obviously in the prequels there was tons of Jedi's. So I'm wondering if they've sensed the. Um, the, um... Well, obviously, you know, through A New Hope, through Return of the Jedi, the Jedis were wiped out, remember? Correct. Like, so yes. that's why there were so few. So uh, Luke would have to train new ones, basically. Like his his kids, his sister, for sure. Cause she yeah, and like power. in the trailer re- references, you know, the Force is stronger in my family. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be a new generation, probably, that, need, that either has it and needs to be trained in the ways of the Force or... Or... Uh, or Something along those lines, like or maybe, abil- it, yeah. The, yeah, the abilities probably didn't die with the Jedis. Like, it, they're still out there, it's just they're not Jedis yet. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, which I'm assuming there's probably I'm the, the offspring of, like, Han and Leia be, and all right. that stuff. So. But I also wonder if they're somehow able to uh, make an army out of people who have that gift or whatever. I'm just... Uh, it, oh, there's a million different things they could do Of with course, it. of course. And, you know, they'll probably expand those ideas through this, the, you know, the, the solo spinoff movies and whatnot. But Well, the, well, I know the first spinoff movie is it's going to be kind of a in-between, like, oh, A New a, Hope and, and oh, Empire. Wow. Yeah, oh, so, it's, so Rogue, it's going back in time. Is that the Rogue yeah, One? Yeah, the Rogue oh, One. Yeah. So I think it's going to be oh, back. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not going to have anything to do with the continuity of these of right. seven and eight and nine. So do you think if they happen, and they probably won't, they'll probably get away from the, the original cast, but if they had them, do you think they would do the Michael Douglas de aging or would they just replace the actor? I, I think I, well, they're probably, it's probably going to be uh, from what I've heard anyway, it, 
the the old actors aren't going to be in those movies. It's going to oh, yeah. be happening outside of whatever adventures they're on. Okay. Today. So well, even if they did, they're going to be you know yeah. you know there's a million different things they could do about rebels that are taking on the empire that don't oh, have yeah. anything to do with Luke and it's Leia all and just on. theory right now basically you know yeah I mean, well that, probably... at least that's what I've read so far is it's not it's not good. oh yeah really yeah like I know yeah the movies are but like casting wise uh, like well you know obviously they're going to cast someone who looks like. Well, maybe not. But well, I think Han Solo the, I think the fans have... would be in an uproar if they cast somebody new as Han Solo, right? As well, to take I mean, the place. The Solo movie is going to be a young Han Solo, so they'll probably just have to find someone who looks like him. And then if they show him in other past timelines, they'll probably just use that actor, oh, I suppose, well, or yeah. they age him. I don't know. I mean, they could they could go either way anymore. I mean, with that Michael Douglas Ant Man beginning scene. You know that. Took yeah, but him. that was that was one scene. I don't True. think they, I don't think it had that. They'd be wanting to do that for an entire movie. I think that well, would be and it'd too probably much. cost a fortune to do. Yeah, and time. And, and, it'd be and so I think time, you know, and it would assuming. like it would really call attention to itself for an entire movie. Like yeah, oh Harrison Ford played a younger version of himself for the entire movie. It's well, it's like Christopher Lee, kind of a gimmick. It's like Christopher Lee in the prequels when he was Count Dooku. You know, he would he'd be flipping around, but you could kind of see a distortion in his head or his face every time he did flips and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, that wasn't him. Yeah. I mean, gosh, he was in his late seventies. I think when he did that, you know, and, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, going back to Del Toro, I think that's great casting. I look forward to the episode seven. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be great. I'm sure of it. I mean, yeah. It just looks you know, fantastic. at the time, you know, a few months ago, I would have thought that, you know, it was going to be, it was going to have this huge opening. It's going to beat all these records, but Jurassic world just recently finished up. I think it's like, I just think it just reached the third highest grossing movie of all time. That status it right. reached that record. So right. I don't know how that happened. I still don't know how that happened because it's a good movie. It's really good. It's just that, their right. third highest grossing movie of all time. I just didn't see that coming. It's... Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I think um, that's going to be. So actually, I'd be kind of shocked if that if Star Wars actually beat it now. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's Jurassic World just. Oh, just it's did, dominating. Just did out of this world business, which you just didn't. I just did not expect that at all. Well, and that sequel's been announced this week too. I guess it's uh, set for 2018. It's going to be coming out. Jurassic World. Oh right. Two. Yeah. And the, yeah that. Uh, the director isn't coming back for that. So. Oh right, yeah. yeah. He probably figured he, how can he top what he did? I guess you know. Cause... Well, I I think I think it might have been he might have had something. I think it was something to the effect of he might have. Uh, I don't know. I think there was something during the making of it that kind of turned him off to coming back to, oh, to direct. I think he wants to still be involved in maybe writing it, but well, when you have Spielberg produce, he doesn't want he sure, doesn't want to direct. I'm sure That's Spielberg's probably given a lot of insights on what he wants, and you know, could be, could who, be. who knows, but. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to it. I, I kind of, I really don't know where they could go with. Yeah, I don't story. know. I, I think they can't do any more of these. The park is still there. And, I don't and, think they're going to. Know. I think they're going to go the route of the originals, but hopefully make them a little bit better. I don't know. Um, maybe they'll bring back the original characters we we knew, you know, from the original. Trilogy. Actually, I hope they don't do that because yeah. every time they've done that, it's um, I it just. It well, just they, yeah. It they, just reminds you too much of the first ones. It's like, well, this nod- isn't like the first one, but the same yeah. guys here. They've had nods uh, to yeah. the past. Like Jeff Goldblum's character wrote a book, and I think one of the kids was reading that book. I didn't pay attention that much, but I, you know, read it after you know after I've seen it, and you know, obviously you got the the John Hammond statue, things like that. So yeah, I, I hope they let Sam Neill and Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum. They just let those characters go, and they can just let Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and whoever else just. Right. Let them do that. Well, thing. and I guess realistically, it, those characters probably want nothing to do with any of that 
dinosaur, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, they'd be like, oh, somehow I'm tricked in. I'm tricked into coming back again. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, I mean, if you if, if you're honoring the original two sequels, which I, it's kind of like I don't think they are, but I guess it's kind of floating. Like you could probably have in the same universe, but you've had two characters who've had two bouts with the dinosaurs, so they're probably definitely out. <laughs> yeah. You know, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. I, I'm sure it'll be pretty cool, but they'll come up with something. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm, I, I know that the dinosaurs are pretty much taking over that park now. So, right. right. But they'll they'll come up with something. So yeah, we got we got that. Look forward to uh, 2018. Um, let's uh, move on to uh, Gotham. They've cast uh, Michael Chiklis as Captain Barnes. Not familiar with that character. I'm. He's I'm probably in the Batman comics, but I don't know. Have you caught? I have. I haven't. Gotham? I haven't watched any of Gotham at all. So you're gonna have to catch me up on what, I, I mean, what it's I, all about. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen all of it myself. I've seen bits and pieces. Um, it looks like the show itself looks good, the way it's shot and things like that. Um, basically, but it doesn't have Batman in it. At not all. yet. It this is all. This is all like Bruce Wayne growing up uh, years. But it's kind of weird. the The timeline's kind of like a '80s mixed with current. Like there's cell phones and stuff. But they're driving like old cop cars, like from the eighties. It's just kind of it's got that own little vibe to it, which I, I dig. So it's I think. kind of like a Bruce Wayne's Wonder Years, is that? Yeah. Well, you know how like the anime series incorporated like thirties with um, uh, modern. Uh, hard to explain, but yeah. So they had some like it's uh, got that look retro stuff yes, going yes. on. Yeah, they've married their looks. Basically, eh, I don't know. Yeah, it no. It as a show, it looks great, and uh, I haven't seen every episode, so I, you know. Um, I guess it, it would be tough for me to get into that show because if it doesn't have Batman in it at all, except I know, for, except for the Bruce Wayne, obviously. But well, it doesn't have Batman. Yeah. It's like eh, it's not nearly. Their as plan exciting. is though, like the last episode of the series would be him getting into the cape and cowl. But then my question is, do you expect to have the show go on for twelve years? Because the kid's twelve right now in the show or you know he's he's yeah. probably 10 to a, 10 to 12 that, that's a good point it's like how do you know how unless you're gonna do a time jump because nobody ever expects to get canceled and then all of a sudden they're like it just right. stops and then you well, know. the breakthrough star is uh the guy playing the penguin he's actually an iowa native too and i, I don't recall his name really yeah um he's uh he's really made it his own it's it's the best part of the show uh really um i'm trying to remember his name he's a young skinny penguin though right Yes, <laughs> but he's got a limp and he's, you know, it's a waddle. He's, he's really got a care, you know, it's a characterization. It's, it's really good. He's, you know, he's a, he's a scumbag, you know, character. He's just a wimpy weasel guy, you know, but he's got, he's got a uh, uh, vision to be, to be boss of, you know, he does, does, does or, he have, is he, uh, does he have an English accent in that? No. Oh, no, he does not. Um, Robin Lord Taylor is the one who plays Lord Penguin. Taylor. Yeah. He's from a small town oh, in Iowa. Wow. Nerdist did an interview with him. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah. All, the, all these small town Iowan I know. superheroes and villains. We're I doing mean, good. Yeah. Yeah. We really crank them out. It's more than just corn people. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they're producing. Or maybe it's just all corn. That's they're what producing more than corn. It's just. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just crops. Um, crops of superheroes. <laughs> So yeah, I you know I, I like Michael Chiklis. I I think if he brings that Shield type of character to the show, it'd be really good. I don't know if that they'll go that route, but I'm sure he's gonna bring his A game. You know, um, 
You know, I've never been a huge Michael Chiklis guy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, gasp. But yeah. I, know, I know, I know he was big on the Shield, and I, I don't yeah. Know, well, he's a hey, that show Commish. My parents watched the Commish. I remember as I was growing up, that, yeah. but he, they, my parents watched it, and I remember some of it. And uh, and he's he's been a character actor before that, and he was in lots of stuff. But, yeah, I know um, he played the thing, and he played in, John Belushi actually. Fantastic, it was a John Belushi by a, a, a picture they made um, like shortly after he died. I think it bombed horribly, and critics hated it and um but he he was john belushi it was kind of interesting you could youtube the trailer I, I don't remember what it's called but you know it was one of those parts he said that uh he pretty much knew it was not going to be uh people weren't going to like it but he, he gave it his all you know he did what he could he cut the check anyway oh yeah of course struggling actor i'm sure he you know I'm a, I'm a bald fat guy in hollywood give me he wasn't he wasn't then though give me any part you can i mean yeah he he had hair. Oh, he had hair for that role? Oh, so that was way back. Unless you know. it was a wig, but... Yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, ever since The Shield, I mean, that was his, that was the high point, you know, and he, he really brought an, another... Um, that was on FX. Yeah. yeah. But Gotham Gotham's violent, too, so it could definitely go, go the route of The Shield in a way. So I, I see that being the case. Um, you know, obviously it's going to be serious. Um, is he going to have uh, that same kind of Michael Chiklis kind of New York accent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but good. <laughs> it's good. Because Gotham is kind of like New York in a way. So it, it'll I be... was the commish. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be commissioner. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I think it's good casting. Um, you know, I think Gotham, they are going to change some things up this season. You know, I, I think they're getting feedback on some you know what people don't like about the show and what they do like obviously they'll they'll boost that part um but i'll give it a shot i just haven't had the patience or the time to see every episode but if it's on if it's on netflix soon i'll probably you know oh, start yeah. watching some but you know my cousin's a huge fan of the show so it, you know i've got i got friends who hate it and i got friends who love it or like it you know they they watch it you know so i think uh i think that's good news for for gotham i think that'll help with the season 2 Maybe bring some people in who weren't there to start with. So yeah, we, okay. we got that. And um, moving on to the Flash, uh, this is a just a quick news um, item. Uh, they've they've shown a picture of his new suit. He's going to have this season. It's pr- pretty much the same suit, except last season his symbol on his chest was red with a flash through it, and this time it's white with a flash through it. Kind of gives it more of a uh, uh, you know, iconic look uh, that you know we've we've kind of we've seen in the past. So um, that's it's a simple change, and there might be some other details. Are, is they the, are they are they giving any reason for the change, or is it just is it just cause? Not sure. Uh, well, the the way the the season ended last, he went uh, he went back in time. And go back in time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. I don't want to give too much away, but basically, he goes back in time to an event, and his his older self was there too, and he got a glimpse of his older self, and he had that suit. He had the the white uh, on his chest. It just brings out that flash symbol more. Uh, the suit mm. itself is great. I don't know if they're going to change anything else up on it, but so there's nothing story related. It's probably just more aesthetic. Probably it's just probably a new suit, you know, kind of like yeah. every Avengers movie. There's not really a oh, the, explanation, the, but yeah, like Captain America made got some a alterations. New suit. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like Winter Soldier, you know, they didn't really explain why his shield was that color, and then it wasn't. It's or, like I've got a wardrobe. Yeah, of course, of course. So that was just a, a quick news um, story. Uh, I mean, the suit looks great either way, but this white symbol 
uh, with the Flash symbol over it. It looks great. You, so. you watch the Flash on CW? Yes, you yes. Did. It's a great show. It's really good. It's really good. They I like canceled it. Arrow, right? No, no. Arrow's coming oh, back. Oh, Arrow's coming back? Arrow's coming back. He's going to be Green Arrow now because they're going towards actually what Arrow is in the comics. He's kind of like a... He cracks jokes. He's kind of he's more happy than he's been in the show. The show he's been really serious, you know. So he's kind of having a rebirth, and he's gonna have a new costume. And they say say the Arrow is dead, but the Green Arrow will be the new hero. Same guy, just you know, it's a new new take on life. Basically, oh. you have a new attitude. I've got a new attitude. <laughs> I was, about, I was thinking the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that could be the trailer. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that's the theme song. <laughs> that's Dub, or CW, if you're out there, just just let us know. We're yeah, in Iowa. Just, we'll help you out. Yes, we will. We'll take an executive producer credit for that idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that I look forward to the, both those shows coming back. And uh, Agents of Shield will be back. Obviously, I don't have any news on Agents of Shield. Um, but um, yeah, just so, throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> fall is gonna be great, and uh, there'll be a lot of good shows to to watch again. Um, also, moving on to uh, uh, Batman v Superman news. Looks like it's just a rumor so far, but one of um, Snyder, Zack Snyder's, um, I don't know if his cinematographer, some someone works close in his um, group. Uh, he sent a, a tweet out. It was a picture of of uh, Zack Snyder and his son Eli Snyder who um has been who's played the young um Horshack in uh Watchmen, Watchmen. yes yeah. and the guy looks I mean he looks like a good Robin I don't know if you've seen the picture yet but if you go to Twitter or uh-huh. just go to Google you'll see him he's actually uh right now attending college he's a football player he's really tall and he's just he's really fit he looks like a great Robin there's a the tweet was a picture of Zack standing next to him and uh, his son was wearing a tuxedo. Some people think it's a flashback. It's um, it's Jason Todd, basically. They're thinking oh. he might be the dead Robin. Uh, spoiler. So the director's son gets to be in the movie. Well, you know, a lot it's of people say that, Robin. but, you know, I, I don't know. He Look-wise, he looks great for the part. I don't know about his acting, but... Well, I'm hoping that they don't really insert Robin into probably, the story much at all. If, I, well, I think I'm hoping he's mostly just dead. Well, there's <laughs> several Robins, though. That's the thing. It, it, it's just um, well, yeah, that's true. It's just that you know, I, I guess the idea of Robin made sense back maybe in the '40s. Is like, yes, I have a we're we're you know because when Robin was introduced, they wanted to give kids right reading comic books somebody to relate to, and, it, and it was in. wildly popular because you know. Yeah, it's like oh, somebody my age is is fighting crime with Batman. You the know? age but, of sidekicks, yeah. But I mean, well, it just it's just so silly. It's like it makes it would make more sense to have an, a fully adult Robin. Well, that's in, what. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's, now in this day and age, when right. when you know a grown man running around with a teenage boy is just <laughs> not as it's just not as uh, common. Well, they're going to obviously be dark about it. And if you ever watch uh, Dark Knight Returns, uh, the animated movie two parter, it's really good, and they they treat it pretty seriously and they make it more realistic as to why you'd have these kids you know uh, yeah and fighting the, with them and the costume um in the trailer with the, the robin costume it looks like it's more like a, a, a more of an adult costume than in like some, right. little, some teenage kids true like, true so but he did supposedly but, take on like a younger robin after that robin and okay and now, then 
But I, I, it'll work. Never gonna, they'll make it work. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Nevertheless, I think they've got. They've already got. You know, it's already Batman v Superman, and you got Wonder Woman and possibly Aquaman. So I, as long if they can just leave Robin out of it, I'd be fine with that. Just it's just right. too much. I, I don't see them doing that, but I mean, maybe they will. It's uh, so much is happening. It's never really movie. worked out too well. At least not the last time they tried. <laughs> they tried it. I think, but I think this is the time they'll get it right. I think if they have Robin, it's not going to be much Robin and. Um, you know, I they'll make it work, and uh, yeah. So I I think uh, it, I think it'd be cool. I think look wise, uh, his son looks the part. Oh, you got the picture there. I I don't. I can try to pull it up. Um, it's like a black and that's white. What, that's photo. what Batman said to Robin. No, <laughs> oh oh oh! Got jokes. Attorneys are knocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up here. But um, just a second. Apologies. Yeah. Well, you know that's why it's just it's just too it just opens themselves up to a lot of parody and stuff to introduce like a teenage boy with Batman again. You know. So I. Right. We've gotten used to this kind of like uh, Batman, like serious Batman that without any wacky kind of sidekicks. Yeah. Well, you know this this Batman's. Uh... He's definitely he's been around for a while, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and you would think it it would make sense that, like a lot of the characters that he's around have, have died. He looks kind of oh, he's like I guess he'd probably have to lose the uh, the facial hair to play Robin. But. Yeah, well, yeah. Jo- I mean, Josh is showing you guys can't see, but Josh is showing me that picture of uh, Zack Snyder's son. With it's posted four days ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool picture, and yeah, he's in the tux. So some people are like, "Well, maybe he's a." Uh, it's a flashback scene, you know. I think he looks great for the part, and uh, yeah, I don't know if yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers wouldn't be like, "Yeah, sure, have your son be in the movie." You know, they're treating this. They got a lot of writing on this, so yeah, I, I think if Robin is in it, it's very briefly, right? Uh, it just as a f- flashback or something like that. They've got way too much other stuff going on, and in, in these in that movie to. Right. Focus in too much on that. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, I don't have a problem with it. You know, I really don't. I think I, I think they're really watching what how they're doing things. There's so much riding on it. They, you know, um, casting him is not going to to me. It's not going to show any weakness because um, I'm pretty sure he'd have to audition for Warner Brothers as well. But so. I but yeah, the, the fact that he he did cast his own son in Watchmen, I guess that would. Right. And it was I guess that would part. open it up to. Yeah. It's like that would make sense that he would cast his son in that in this too, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I think I don't have a big problem with it. I think it's, uh, I think it'll be fine as long as for me as long as they keep the the part small, it's fine with me. It's just whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, well, um, yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, yeah, the kid looks great for the part. So, um, can uh, move on to. Uh... The next bit of news here, I guess uh, the word on the street is Seth Gordon uh, is going to direct uh, Dwayne John Dwayne the Rock Johnson in <laughs> a new Baywatch movie, which is unbelievable. I think I think the Rock uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, if you will, he posted some uh, news about that on Twitter on his Twitter account, and uh, he was making some jokes about it. But I, you know, Seth Gordon he he was the director of uh, Horrible Bosses and Horrible Bosses Two, and of course he did. Uh, he did a documentary that everybody needs to go out and see if they haven't already, but it was called uh, The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, which was a documentary about this uh, this Pac-Man video game. Uh, 
uh, Guinness World Record holders uh, that were going back and forth, breaking each other's records. And I guess, um, you know, there, there was a character or two that uh, lived in a, a Tummel, Iowa, that was, I, I guess, kept track of the records. Anyway, anyway, it's a movie. It took one of the most, you know, trivial, just non-important subjects that only the geekiest of the geekiest people would care about <laughs> and made it dramatic and made it, you know, had a lot of intrigue, a lot of, it had elements of like this rocky kind of story where this little guy was going to get up against these uh this very insider click clicky group of video game nerds that like that like were competitive and held these records i mean it's just it's just uh, i really i really hope anybody that hasn't seen the king of kong needs to go out and see it if they can so yeah, i i know i know i've sure. mentioned you before the show just go go see that yeah. one and it's 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 got a lot of humor in it it's got a lot of uh drama it's got it's just it's got a lot of uh just almost ridiculous kind of things in it about the 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 bad guy in it and uh the main bad guy is just this really scumbag guy who has i guess his own like salsa or something he runs his own salsa company and he's also <laughs> a world record holder and he's just really kind of underhanded and sneaky and and he has this terrible mullet it's <laughs> it's i don't yeah but yeah, I everybody everybody hasn't seen that has to go see it. But anyway, back to the Baywatch movie. Um, I I don't think anybody was really screaming out for a Baywatch movie. Well, David Hasselhoff probably was. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> I need another cheeseburger. Yeah, you know, yeah. Booze. <laughs> <laughs> if when he's not doing concerts in Germany, he's uh <laughs> he's he's pushing for a Baywatch remake. Or we're on Shark. He was in Sharknado three. This came out. That came out this week. Oh God, I got no. I got no news on that. Sorry, but yes, uh, I just throw that out there. Sharknado, <laughs> um, but but yeah, Baywatch. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like they can't. What kind of movie would it possibly be? It can't take itself seriously. It's at just going to be like the 21 Jump Street vibe. I it's think got, that's, okay. I think that's the route they're going. So it's that just, would make sense, right? It's just going to laugh at its own world, but um, yeah, it's going to have the slow mo running on the beach, uh, kind of ridiculous. Oh yeah, they'll they'll milk that. It'll be it'll be funny. Kind, yeah. of, kind of an almost parody kind of oh, vibe yeah. to it. I. I guess I guess something funny could be made out of that. It's just that, man, I couldn't think of more of a more vacuous piece of junk. But then again, I guess Twenty One Jump Street. I don't know. I I didn't really Twenty One Jump Street either. and Twenty Two Jump Street. They're both good movies. They're really funny. And if that's the route they're going to go, I don't know if they'll do a rated R version or not. But they should. <laughs> they can they can revive and repurpose anything these days. Oh yeah, just I mean anything from your I childhood. Could just, I could see Rock just just being like the uh, the new David Hasselhoff character. Kind of being like he was in um, Pain and Gain, just maybe he's just stupid, but thinks he's smart or, it, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. There's many ways you could play it, you know. I get, um, I'm sure there's a lot of like uh, young actresses in Hollywood that look good in bathing suits that would oh, are excited. Yeah. They're like, oh, casting call. Yeah, Pamela Anderson, yeah. like, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, but what is she? She's like 50 now. Yeah, she probably could. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll have a Hasselhoff uh, cameo. I'm sure they will. Oh, God. Maybe he'll be like the Hoff. Maybe he'll be drowning and the rock saves him and punches his chest and he breathes again or something. <laughs> I don't know. He spits up a cheeseburger. Exactly. <laughs> and broken dreams. No. <laughs> no. The yeah. rock videotapes him eating the cheeseburger. No <laughs> Wendy's. It. It's Wendy's. Eat it. Yeah. No, I think that's I think it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I would hate for them to try to be like you know, earnest with the, the Baywatch, you know, because it's like, well, you kind of got to make fun of it. Just like 21 Jump Street. You kinda yeah, gotta, you, it would have to be part. You got to be aware parody. of yourself, yeah, it, aware of what is you can't doing. You can't actually have like any real, any real kind of plot. In It'll there be like, say, take oh, it so seriously. Like, oh, Joe, Joe's bars uh, 
it's going to be closed. We got to do something. We got to throw a fundraiser or something <laughs> like that. You know, some yeah. stupid thing like that. Uh, but the, you know, I is that this? Do you, would, is that something you'd go see? Like, a, a if it's like if it's going to be like Twenty One Jump Street, yes. Oh, I mean, well, well yeah, I guess so. If it's yeah. like that, yes, and it has <laughs> to be. It has to be. I mean, if you think about it, all the '80s shows, the and even '70s, they're going to remake them at this point. They should just do the Twenty One Jump Street route. Because obviously you, you want that you know pop culture look, but you want them to be kind of like self aware. Because it's just hard to be too serious with it, you know. Like it would have been cool if they would have done the A team maybe the same way, you know, made fun of how they shoot people, but no one gets shot. No one ever shoots yeah, the guns, but yeah, like they expend thousands and thousands of rounds, but no one right. ever actually dies. Or they get locked in a room with like a wrench and some bolts, and then they open the doors and they have a tank or something. <laughs> it's only been like what uh, half an hour or something, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I pushed for that movie. I mean, I did. I did enjoy the A team we had a couple years ago. It wasn't Oscar. It, well, it took a little bit of it. Material. It was kind of an in between a parody and taking itself. Yeah, seriously. yeah, it yeah. Was... And uh, that guy who played Murdoch was the the star of that movie. But it was a good movie. But yeah, I think uh, the the going route of being self aware like this, I think is perfect. And definitely, I guess Baywatch would have so many of that, uh, you know, moments to capture. You know, and the. I could just see that. I could totally see that. It'd be funny. I think it'd be really funny. So, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I just of course we gotta see yeah. a trailer. They'll remake anything nowadays. Well, you know, like yeah, if they're putting a comedic uh, turn on it. Of course, like Dragnet did the same thing back in the late '80s. Remember the Tom Hanks? Oh, that's right. That yeah. was a that was kind of more comedic than the yeah because the original Dragnet show was very serious and so yeah, I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously not probably not even close to being uh started yet i mean i'm sure the writing and uh the rocks attached and they got the director so yeah it of course the trailers will really help us uh understand where they're going you know and i I think there's some more out there to read about it too and i think they are going the 21 jump street uh, route i'm i'm pretty sure about that so um moving on from there we have news uh and it's not really a surprising news to me uh al hasn't really you haven't seen the first one right? i haven't seen pacific rim gasp yes yes yeah <laughs> gasp well uh, charlie <gasps> charlie hunnam i think that's his name he's confirmed that he's going to be in two which i was pretty sh- certain that was going to happen so uh, you know in pacific rim two um so 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 people like for people like me tell me what pacific rim was about um it's kind of like uh in the world of godzilla type monsters they come from another dimension deep down in our ocean and we built these giant robots that maybe two or three people pilot and they basically some mech warriors basically yeah they just duke it out with the monsters and it's just a it's just a fight to win the war um so that that sounds like a type of movie i'd go see instead of like that godzilla movie that came out (laughs) yeah yeah well you know that godzilla had 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 its moments don't defend it yeah well (laughs) I enjoyed it, but yeah. yes, yes. If you see Pacific Rim, you, and a lot of people saw, you know, Pacific Rim came out before Godzilla, so a lot of people wanted it, uh, like a, um, what am I looking for here? Um, a mashup between the two, a no. crossover, a crossover, you know, I thought that'd be cool, and you could almost do that, but um, Del Toro's got his signature all over Pacific Rim, and so, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the movie itself was great, and... I definitely think a sequel's, you know, a great uh great idea and you could I could see more movies uh, of its kind being made and 
and it's got a great cast. Del Toro always brings a great cast along, and the special effects were good. It was really, it was a good movie, good action movie, good popcorn movie. Well, definitely I, worth seeing. Yeah, I, they're making I, a sequel, you know. <laughs> yeah, and um, Guillermo del Toro. I mean, he's done a lot of things I, I really love. He did Blade Two. He did uh, Pan's Labyrinth. He's done Hellboy. Um, I mean, so th- this guy just really puts out a lot of quality. Oh yeah, quality geek geek worthy movies. So right. So yeah, I I really need to get on that. I I need to go investigate investigate that and watch that first one. So and uh, Charlie Hunnam did say that he wanted less CG in this new one. And De- Del Toro is going to direct the new one. Yes. Yep. Oh, awesome. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, uh, Hunnam said he wanted less CG, and I, I've seen the first one. I think they did a pretty good balance between the two. So I'm kind of wondering what he means by that. I mean, I know he more practical is obviously the route to go. I'm just trying to think, you know, you'd have to see the movie to understand, but mm-hmm. I think they, they, everything was just right. So I, I guess I could see a few ways of doing more things practical, but I kind of was concerned. I was like, well, what do you mean with less C- CG? You know, how can you make things less CG uh, if it wasn't that bad and to start with, you know, cause it wasn't over the top CG. You, you, yeah. you'll see it and you'll, yeah. It wasn't like a cartoon the whole No, the whole I didn't time. think so. There's a few cool, uh, uh, clever shots in the city when they're battling um maybe that's what he's meaning i'm not quite sure um so what kind of monsters were they fighting were they like godzilla like monsters they were yeah they're just kind of well they're like del toro del toro design monsters oh so really 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 creepy really oh yeah creepy as hell out there huge and you know just menacing you know um and you know one after other was just worse or more powerful you know it it was it was a good fun movie and it's got a lot of funny moments. Uh, Ron Perlman's in it. It's it's fun. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of Ron Perlman, I know that uh, Ron Perlman was kind of campaigning for the, a Hellboy three to happen. Yes. I guess that's He's really been, pushing it. Recently. I don't know how long how long ago was Hellboy two? That was a long time ago. Now that's a good question. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's been. I don't know if it's. Uh, that's it's a good question. So I don't I don't I don't know what happened. Did uh did just. Uh, Del Toro just get involved in all these other projects, and they just never really, did, never really got around to doing a three, or, or was it the fact that it there didn't was... make as much money? Oh. I think that was the problem. Okay, um, the Hellboy movies have not been huge money makers, although fans have enjoyed them, and you know, critics I think have enjoyed them as well. Oh wow, looks like two thousand eight. Was... Yeah, so that's that was a while. It's ago. Been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Perlman's always joking, like you know, uh, well. Uh, my brother-in-law got that. You know, we got his autograph a few years ago. I got actually him to sign a Hellboy Two poster. Oh, um, sweet! Great guy. He's a funny guy. We've, Tim- intimidating, but he's he's not a big guy like you'd think. It's kind of funny. Well, to me, I'm a big guy, but um, he, my brother-in-law, asked him if they were going to make Hellboy Three, and he said, uh, "Hopefully, before I die." <laughs> he really wants yeah. to do it. I'll bet he gets that question constantly, though. Yes, and he wants it though. He's actually a fan. He's a, he's a yeah. big big fan of his own movie, you know. And three would finish out the trilogy because I guess uh, comic book wise, the uh, third act is really critical. It really uh-huh. it's it's a movie. It's a good movie. It could be a great movie. Um, even though it doesn't make all the money, I, you know, as a fan, we need. I think we need the trilogy to be complete. And I would really be unfortunate if we couldn't have Ron Perlman reprise that one more time. I and mean, he he did reprise him. A year or so ago for a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah, he dressed, he up, dressed, up, dressed as... up as Hellboy, and they dressed <laughs> the kid up as Hellboy, too. It was, it was <laughs> really cool. But he, it's makeup. You, yeah. Even if he's aged, that makeup's not going to show. You True, know? yeah. So, I, yeah, why not? But basically... Yeah, yeah as... and uh, there there is a point, though, because from a studio standpoint, I could see, like, Hellboy isn't really the type of movie that families are just immediately going to take right. their kids to because it's Hellboy. Well, on so. the day, yeah, in the day and age of Avengers and Marvel and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, Marvel is so smart about that. They make it so kid kid and family friendly. It's but, it's yeah. ridiculous. Hellboy is a Marvel property, but of course, yeah, it's it's different. It's a little bit like Deadpool to where it's a, it's True. more of a niche. Yeah, yeah. A niche uh, thing, so it's not going to be near the moneymaker that these other movies are. Right, and, and linked to Pacific Rim 2 is... Basically, Del Toro, I think, said this week or recently, he uh, said if Pacific Rim 2 is a success, that'll basically fund Hellboy 3 or at least get it greenlit so they can make it. So that's a, that's a huge hope right there. You know, if they can do the Hellboy uh, or if they can do Pacific Rim 2 and have it be successful, like, you know, money wise, because the first one I think was I think it made a lot of money overseas. I think that was the deal. And okay. a lot of fans liked it, of course. So. Yeah, if two successful, we'll get a Hellboy three. So I'm really hoping for that, big time. Oh, so okay, so so, well, I guess how does that work? So Pacific Rim two would fund, help fund. I guess the studio would be or? like, okay, you gave us a hit. Oh, so it is the Make same studio. Movie. I think. Well, I think Warner Brothers. I think it's Warner Brothers is is making the, the Pacific Rim movies. So. I don't know how that works exactly. I think New Line distributed the first two Hellboy movies, so I, maybe the rights run out and Warner Brothers can use. I, it's yeah, I don't, I don't think New Line is even in business anymore. I think may, well, I think they are. Well, you know what? Duh! I think New Line and Warner Brothers are running the same. Oh, so Warner Brothers probably took them over. I think so. So okay. yeah, there you go. There you go. Basically, Del Toro has to prove his worth in a way, even though you know he has proven it. Oh, I see. Despite, these 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 Hollywood the deals, dollars, you know, it made. You know, it's not always about that, but I know, you know, it's a studio thing. So complicated. I mean, if we can have three Hangover movies, why can't we have three? Hellboy yeah, they're just like, <laughs> is it going to make us a lot of money? If right. not, don't don't bother. Exactly. So yeah, uh, hopefully that's um, everyone go out and see Pacific Rim two. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> yeah, get Hellboy so. three made. Um, um, so yeah, I think um, that's pretty much all we have this week. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess we already, yeah, we we touched on the Jurassic World sequel. Yeah. Yes, we went out of order there, but that's okay. To you, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> you all got it. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna keep trying to improve the show. I think we, I think this this show we're doing is the first time. We should let everybody know we talked about um, our audio issues oh, last yes. week. Yes, we we finally got the mixer to work. Josh called the uh, there was a, a technology line, I guess, for the for uh, Bear, this Behringer mixer, and we've got it working. I think yes. this is going to be the best quality sound we've ever had. Yes. It's a shame Mitch isn't here because he's, I guess he, I don't know. He probably doesn't care, but, but, uh, Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. But, uh, this should be the best sounding episode we have by far. I'm almost ashamed that we have these early episodes that just sound God awful. Right. Out well, there, you know, but, you gotta, you gotta take steps, you know, yeah. baby steps to get, you I, get I just to think the, for anybody that's new and might subscribe to the podcast, if right. they go back and listen to those early episodes, they're gonna be like, what the hell? <laughs> But we are improving. I mean, if yeah. you look at other podcasts, they're they're doing the same thing. So for 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 three guys that started out not knowing anything about how to produce one, I think we we we've improved just about every episode. We learned Sam, a lot, almost every episode. Yeah, we've learned a lot in these uh, seven weeks now. Yeah, and and I'm personally, I mean, I'm still gonna keep getting better equipment. Um, you know, I think 
slowly, you know, I mean, it, people have other bills to pay for, so it's not easy. Of course, to get yeah. the stuff done. So, I mean, I wish I had, I wish I had all my time on this and to do things, you know. But of course, you know, the more subscribers we get, you know, we'll get there someday. We'll be able to do more content. We are working on that. Either way, we're going to get more content. Yeah, more yeah. Content we're, we've there. talked about trying to uh, promote the, the podcast a little bit better and um there, we're, we're not really taking advantage of doing that at the moment as well as we could i think we wanted to per- perfect our sound more before we were more comfortable about doing that yeah but because the way we want yeah. we want the word to get out so yeah i mean the sound i think this is gonna be great and you know we're gonna incorporate effects down the road so it, it's all coming it's all coming so yeah we're, we're gonna have a you know theme music of some sort intro and outro theme music at some point right yep. to to and we'll have our intro completely recorded and and able to play back through the mixer and through the into our recording software so absolutely at some point that's going to be that's going to be awesome it's going to be a better produced show but i think we're making huge we're, t- we're taking huge steps oh yeah an even better show yeah each week yeah because so, we care i know i know i know i'm i'm constantly i'm constantly sending josh these facebook messages about ways to improve the show it's driving him insane i'm sure no it's all right no but he's like uh well yeah. you know i'm actually you know i'm I'm happy that you guys are you know excited about the show and you know we're, we're all wanting to produce good quality stuff and you know we could be the type where we don't care we just throw it out there and you know I, i'm sure the first couple episodes it seemed that way it sounded but- like that yeah <laughs> But no, it wasn't intentional. We, yeah. we, we believe me. Every time we recorded, we were trying something new to make it better. We got the extra mics, and yeah, we got the mixer going now. So, yeah, it's all good. You know, basically from the technology, uh, the um, phone line. You know, we realized the problem was us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is had, fine. Had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, it didn't hurt my ego at all. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, as much as we'd learned in the in between buying the mixer and not yes. knowing how to uh, utilize it, we there was still a lot more to learn. So it's of course, of there's course. just you know when when the stuff thing doesn't come with a good manual. I mean, it's really you're really in a tough position. So I'm uh, so thank God they had that line. Oh yeah, that we could call absolutely. We waited. So, we waited too long to call them. At, really, so we we should have just been like you know because we were we were this close to just taking the whole thing back right and, like, and just starting from scratch yeah. basically so so if they if they actually if that guy hadn't helped us on the line oh, yeah. we probably would be using something different right now but yeah he anyway. thanks to jeff <laughs> jeff yeah you know who you are hopefully <laughs> yeah just, uh jeff yeah there's yeah how many jeffs could there be out there oh yeah a yeah. couple <laughs> so anyway uh, uh i hope everyone has a great week and yeah we'll be back uh hopefully next sunday with the three of us and we'll have some more news for you another great show some some uh pixels for <laughs> there you go yes a pixels review pixel review yeah, yeah. <laughs> get ready yeah i so. know you're waiting with bated breath <laughs> so with all that said uh, i'm josh i'm al and have a great one see ya